Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron James, the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. It happened last night against the Oklahoma City Thunder at Crypto.com Arena. And what's up and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you. And good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks for keeping the conversation going as Cap and I are with you uh, weekday mornings at 7. But it happened last night, Cap. Uh, LeBron James, we already knew that he's a great basketball player. Uh, we already knew that uh, he's a multi-time champion. But for a guy that liked to defer, a guy that was trying to make his team better, I think even he's surprised that he's, he scored this many points to surpass the all-time great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, I think it just becomes unfathomable when you begin the journey. You're the number one pick, and we talked about this earlier how very few athletes live up to the hype that they are given before they come in the league or before they begin with a new team. I mean, think about the hype for Bryce Harper. He lived up to it. Now, he's not at the level of LeBron, but he's still an amazingly talented player. The hype on Gretzky when he came into the league. Oh, my God, he's coming over from the WHA. This guy, Can he make? Wow, he's the greatest of all time. The hype on Tiger Woods. And LeBron James, the chosen one, age 16 on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And he made it. And made it way bigger than I think he even fathomed. You know, it's funny. You talk about Tiger Woods. So we saw him with his father, Earl, on the Mike Douglas show. Mm -hmm. The daytime TV show out of... uh, Tiger was three. Out of Philadelphia, I believe it was filmed. Uh And so there he is. And so you think, okay... You remember watching these shows, Cap, where it was just like some prodigy, just some young kid that could be able to do something. Oh, that's a nice trick. Yeah, he could putt. Oh, that's nice. And he becomes this monster in, in golf. Who knew that Tiger Woods was going to be this good? And then as a, as a teenager, as an adult, look at him. He just took over golf. Yeah. Ty, look, we believed when Tiger turned pro that he was going to be the guy. And he did. He won the Masters by 15 shots. That just doesn't happen. Like, he not only won, he dominated his sport in a way that we've basically never seen and may never see again. LeBron's done the same thing, man. I will add the the Williams sisters to that, especially Serena Williams. Yep. I mean, again, we know the story. The movie was out. Who they were as teenagers to uh, as adults. Some of the all-time greats in the sport of tennis. Uh, let, Let me add Sidney Crosby to that. Can I add him to that? Yeah, Sidney, Sid the Kid, no doubt. Mario Lemieux, another one. Yeah, I'll add him. And, and so here's a question mark. This one is going to trigger Shea, so I'll just bring him up. Can we throw Derek Jeter in that conversation? Uh, look, Derek Jeter came in with a ton of hype mm-hmm. and goes down as one of the four greatest Yankees and by far the most successful American professional sports franchise. And that's, that you can't even discuss. That isn't even a debate. Don't tell me the Patriots or don't tell me the Bulls or the Celtics. Dude, they've won 27 or 28 titles. So I don't remember, 
recap who the manager was or who was in the in the um, dugout for the Yankees when he, Jeter came in? Was it like a Stump Merrill or Gene Michael? I can't remember who was in there, but someone said, okay, here comes this kid, Derek Jeter. You know, what number are we going to give him? And they said, well, you know, we're running out of numbers here. Just throw two on him. You know how much pressure that is to be a single-digit guy with the Yankees? Think about the all-time great Yankees, and he's got not 99 or 94 or something like that. They gave him two. It was Buck Showalter. It was it Buck Showalter? Okay, like Buck, Buck Showalter said, just throw two on him. And so that's a lot of pressure because all those single-digit great Yankees, they throw two on him and then look at him. He becomes great. I think, that, I think there's something to be said to that. Because usually a spring training invitee cap, what, he gets 74 81, something Correct. like that. Derek made his major league debut May 29, 1995. You do like me throwing out a stump Merrill to you, don't you? I do. <laughs> and can you tell me who the GM was? This is before Cashman. So uh, the general manager. Was it Gene Michael? Stick Michael. Was, was, Gene was Michael, the former Michael? Cub yeah. manager, was yeah. the GM there. Yes, that's See correct. See that? That made you smile. See, a little <laughs> a little Stump Merrill or Stick Michael. See, they don't make names like that anymore, Cap. Right. And the starting shortstop that year before Derek came up, Tony Fernandez. Tony Fernandez. Big buggy whip arm over at shortstop. Right. Yeah, I remember. The old Blue Jay. I remember that very well. Um, but uh, so we talk about that. It's funny you mentioned him. So here's another name for you. So didn't live up to the hype because of injury, but Steven Strasburg, so much talk about him going into, the, into Major League Baseball. And then the injuries start to kick in, right? Correct. Sort With of the Washington? same thing for Andrew Luck, right? Going into the NFL, touted as the best prospect since Peyton Manning and just couldn't stay healthy. Well, the Bears retired him. Right, Cap? That was. That's and correct. We, 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 retired, we retired him. Like, there was no hype around Aaron Rodgers coming in the league. There was no hype around Brett Favre coming into the league. Peyton Manning? Yes. A ton of hype. There was no hype around Tom Brady? None. He went 199th. Well, I will, all I tell you, when it comes to LeBron James, I'm really happy about what he was able to do. But, Cap, I, I don't think... In this modern NBA, and I don't know how it's going to go back the other way, I'm not sure if anyone is going to be able to get to LeBron James' status unless they're adding an extra shot. We already got the three-point shot, and they're mulling over a four-point shot, which would really make the NBA a circus. But I, I don't know if anyone can get there. You know, it, this, is all about, this is not about points as much as games played. That's the other thing, too. Like, you, you got, like, a, a Ch- Robert Chief, as, as Michael said, Robert Chief, Robert Parrish. Yeah, over sixteen, seventeen hundred games played. Like, who's gonna Who's gonna reach that and be able to put those numbers up? Very, very rare. But there will be somebody rare that comes along. Who are the athletes that arrived with hype in Chicago and did not live up to the hype? Okay, Mark well, Pryor. Yes. Um, Jay Cutler. Uh, that's correct. Hundred percent. I mean, you, the day that he got traded here. There were people throwing parties. Oh, my God, we got Cutler. And he turned out to be the complete opposite of what everyone thought they were getting, as mediocre as they come. How about your friend Kerry Wood? Yeah, now he did strike out 20, but Pryor finished, what, second or third for Cy Young one year? Mm Mm-hmm. But they never had sustained long-term success, so they were, in the end, a disappointment. You know, if Alex Gonzalez turns that double play, 
right. maybe the narrative is different, right? I, I know we want to go to Bartman real quick, but we do forget Alex Gonzalez, who has disappeared off the earth. Correct. Do, 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 we, have to, we have to talk about that play, Cap. So what happened in that situation? You remember? Yeah, there's ground ball, the shortstop, and it's a tailor-made 6-4-3, inning over double play. He blows it. He blows it. Yeah, exactly right. And I told you I was in Boston for the baseball winter meetings. And I'm covering, and hey, we have a trade to announce, and MLB has like the press room set up. I go down there, and it's Andy McPhail and Hendry. We've acquired Alex Gonzalez from the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And there's Jim Fergosi in the hallway. He's the manager. In Toronto, I walk up. I said, can I interview for a minute? Sure. Tell me about Alex Gonzalez. Great kid. A lot of power. Blah, blah, blah. I said, any last thoughts? I have the tape somewhere. I don't know where it is. I've got to find it someday because he's deceased now. He said, I know it's been forever since you guys won a World Series. If you ever want a ball hit to one guy in Game 7 to win the World Series, that's the guy. He will make the play. And guess what? They hit it too many booted <laughs> to, to get to the series. Yes, that's the best. The best. So, so Shay, did we miss anybody on that list? We talked about uh, records that never be broken, uh, or, or athletes that lived up to the hype. I think they're, they're, both can be talked about here because of LeBron's accomplishments last night. We mentioned Peyton Manning, right? Mm-hmm. Because that to me is the the all-time for football, is the guy who came out of college being billed as one of the best, if not the best, quarterback we've ever seen. He's the must-have guy. And then he comes into the league and actually does it. He becomes one of the all-time greats. It's so rare that that happens. But he was not a lock to go number one, though, Right, of course, Ryan Leaf. Right, there were a lot of people that liked Ryan Leaf better. Yeah, yeah. So, how about this? Uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines here in our 9 o'clock hour, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. So, in our first hour, at the 7 o'clock hour, we had some people still holding on to Jordan, Jordan's memories, and rightfully so. He's the greatest that, that Cap and I and many people have seen. But when we talk about LeBron James, it doesn't mean we turn a blind eye to greatness. I'll never do that. I'll never turn a blind eye to greatness. I'll always appreciate greatness as a fan myself. But we're asking the question to you, the athlete who got all the hype and actually lived up to it, the, the athlete that lived up to the hype, and do you believe that LeBron James has lived up to the hype? Everything that you learned about him in high school, all throughout his NBA career, now 38,390 points later, has he lived up to the hype for you? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Glad to have you in today. Cap and I are talking to you about LeBron James. LeBron James surpasses. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the scoring record in the NBA. Cap, I'm telling you, if he's going to do it, it had to be last night. Because I know there were some odds out there that you could have said, okay, he's going to score, man, you know, 27, 7, and 8 or whatever, his normal. But because it was so star-studded in Los Angeles, all the stars came out. We were watching it, 
And I'm thinking, uh-oh, he is going to do it. Because if it did it against Milwaukee, they re- those those big guys, those long and athletic guys like Giannis and Brooke Lopez, no, they wouldn't allow him to get to the basket. Absolutely not. Well, it would depend <laughs> on how close he is. If he was, you know, 8, 10 point, yeah, he's going to get him. But it, there was too many stars there last night. Everything was set up too perfectly with Kareem and the commissioner and there's Jay-Z and LL Cool J and... LeBron's mom and wife and all the kids and Phil Knight. Come on, man. It was set up. Do you remember David The script Robinson? was written, as Arian Foster said. Yeah, right. Arian Foster. You, uh, Kev, you remember David Robinson getting the scoring record, right? They kept feeding the ball with the Spurs? Yes. So, you know, does Russell Westbrook, did he have any understanding of what was going on? I mean, look, Russell Westbrook is Mr. Triple-Double. He's still trying to get his and hunting his shots. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? It's like, yeah. this is LeBron's night. And there was the Westbrook, you know, moving and shaking, trying to get to the basket. Like, you're trying to win the game, but I think also you're trying to get LeBron his points so he can get, be over with this. And well, Russell's did, still doing his own thing. It's well, crazy. Did you see there's when LeBron is fading away to, to hit the game, the, the record tie, record breaking shot? There's Thomas Bryant flashing through the lane, posted up with his hand. I'm like, dude, he ain't throwing the ball to you. Get out of there. (laughs) I saw that too. (laughs) It's a great shot. There's LeBron fading away, and there's Thomas Bryant with a seal inside with his big paw up. It's like, dude, get out of the lane. I could just see you. The man follow his own shot. (laughs) I'm just seeing you coaching, yelling at Thomas Bryant to get out of there. Yeah. Come on, Thomas. What are we doing here, man? It's LeBron's night, right? Yes. LeBron scored the shot, the winning uh, basket or the 38,000 basket on you. Would you frame that? Yes. Yes. yes History. I'm a young Oklahoma City Thunder player. Absolutely. I'm sure they all wanted his jersey, shoes, underwear, whatever. It was against us. Absolutely. I do it with pride because it's LeBron. Completely agree. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. 312-332-3776. Cap and I are asking you the question, uh, the player that did live up to the hype and the player did, did, that did not. We have a number of choices here for the player that lived up to the hype, like LeBron, and the player did did not. As we go to Lake Geneva, here's Ted on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Ted. Hey, morning, guys. Yeah. So when it comes to LeBron living up to the hype, I mean, it's one of the best stories, maybe not just in sports, but but in any any type of success, right? And uh, Hoodie, you mentioned earlier how you know he has been out of the headlines when it comes to scandals and stuff, and it's amazing because the cameras have been on him. It's the social media era and all that. But I will say, as a man who grew up uh, a huge fan of Sammy Sosa and Phil Mickelson, in the back of my mind is sort of waiting for that other shoe to drop with the way everything is now. Um, I hope he stays clean and, and avoids scandal, but, but just never know. But uh, but the guy's amazing. Um, I hated it when he left Cleveland the first time, just mm-hmm. like one of the previous callers. But you can't hold that against him because he came back. And ask anybody from Cleveland, they now adore the guy. So um, he's he's amazing. Ted, we appreciate the phone call. I'll, the one thing I'll never understand from fans is the, the pretending like you're ignorant about free agency. What what does free agency mean? The operative word in free agency is free. Correct. That you're was free what, to go wherever you want to go. Free. We all like you and I. If we decide today, you know what, we're moving to L.A. We can go do that. Yep. We can go do radio in L.A. There's no league of sports radio that says, "Nope, you have signed in Chicago. You you're part of this league. You can't go." 
anyone listening to us. They can go sell insurance if they're an insurance salesman or woman wherever they want. If you're a waiter or a waitress, go do it wherever you want. But in sports, because you're part of a group of teams, you're locked in. So when they get free, free agency, they should have the right to go wherever the hell they want. But you, you criticize LeBron, but then some of these players in the league hopscotch their way around the league whenever they want to, forcing trades. Like James Harden is a perfect example of that. Correct. Uh, Orland Park, here's Wes on Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Wes. Wes, what's up, man? Wes going once. Hold on. It's, it's not hey. Wes's fault. Well, guys, Wes. There we go. Yeah. We got him. Thank you. Thank hey, you, Wes. Wes. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, you want to you want to talk about sports in Chicago and turning points. You know, you got Michael, you got Buckus. What about Dennis Savard? My when guy. Montreal when Montreal drafted Wickenheiser, who turned out to be a bust, and we got the golden egg laid in our lap. Yeah, he went third, didn't he? Pardon? Didn't he go third overall? No, he went second. He went after Wickenheiser. Well, I'm a huge Dennis Savard fan. Cap knows that. That's that's my era of hockey with yeah, the Hawks. Dennis the or- is a good friend of mine. I love Dennis Savard. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, that, the Orville Tessier teams are is my beginning of watching the Blackhawks with Savard, Larmer, Secord, uh, Bannerman. That's those are my teams. And by I the love way, those teams. Dennis Savard went third. I knew I knew my draft. There Doug Wickenheiser went one, Dave Babich went two, and Dennis Savard went third. So take tell, that. There you go, Wes. Hey, I was take waiting that, for the Wes. <laughs> you know, I'll take it. There you go. Thank you, Wes, for the phone call. Have a good day. I-55, Jay is on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Jay. Hey, good morning, Cap and Jay. Hey, Cap, man, you, I just want to say I agree with you. First of all, I want to give you guys your props. Uh, Jay Hood, man, I was listening to you a long time ago when I was working late at night, and you would just keep me up. So, uh, man, great. Both of y'all so great, man. Keep being natural and, like, doing y'all thing off the top. Uh, first Thank thing you. I want to say is um, uh, LeBron, I'm going to give I'm – I'm not a LeBron fan, but I respect greatness. So, um, you know, he, he passed the record. And, I, and Cap, one more thing he said. I believe it was set up. Look at all the 38. LeBron's 38, 3,800 points. Kareem, 38. There's so many 38s in there. Um, if you just look, you can look that up. So, so I believe it was set up point. too as well. Yep. Um, so, um, as uh, but uh, I, I, I'm LeBron, I kind of grew up with him. But I, me personally, I didn't like his his because um, he 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 came in hugging everybody after the game. He made the game too nice for me. Hey, you know, he was just you know, but it, you know, he did his thing, and, I, and all accolades to him, man. He he did surpass the hype. I'm giving him his props. But um, Luca is the guy who's going to come, and he he has it. I don't know, but I think he has a chance to break that record as well. Okay, so um, Jay, I just did the math while Hoodie was regaling the audience that he's got there in the lobby. A uh, <laughs> yeah, robot. I Go did ahead. the math. Luca Luca has got to average almost twenty six points a game for the next seventeen years, and LeBron cannot score any more points. He's done. And he'll catch him. 26 points a game for 17 years. I'm giving him, and it might be bold, 70 games a season. 70 games a season. So I I don't know if he's going to play 70 games every year for 17 seasons. I don't know that. 
and LeBron's going to keep playing for the foreseeable future. You got me, Cat. <laughs> Have a great day, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not happening. We appreciate you. It's not with this load management and players playing anywhere between sixty-five to seventy-five games a season, if that cap, it's going to be hard for someone, especially in this era and the next era, to break that. I'm just, I mean, even with the three-point shot that's involved, I just don't know if that's going to happen. It's going to be really, it. really tough to do. Now, is it? I believe that there, were, there is some child or someone who's not born yet that is going to come along one day and is going to get into the league at age 17 or 18 and be that freak of nature and play with advances in medical science. And, wow, that guy had a 26-year career. And maybe it happens. I don't th- It took 38 years and some time to get past Kareem. You and I are not going to be around when it happens next, I don't think. Malik is on the south side on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. What's up, Malik? All right, how you guys doing today? Good. Good, good. Uh, just wanted to call in just to let you know. First off, congrats on LeBron. Again, I'm not really a LeBron fan. Uh, I'm a Bulls and a Spurs fan, so definitely like when the Spurs stick, stick it to LeBron there. But um, first I want to call in and just let you know somebody who lived up to the hype. Uh, one name that really just sticks out to me is just Derrick Rose. Um, Derrick Rose definitely just lived up to the hype here in Chicago. He absolutely I, I did mean, not. Oh, he definitely did. I mean, obviously injuries got into the way. Well, then he didn't live up to the hype. He never won a title. He was out of here, and people couldn't wait for him to leave, whether we were right or wrong at the time. he He's the epitome of a guy who, wildly disappointing, uh, sadly, because of injury. Oh, come on. Definitely Derrick Rose, definitely. I feel like Isn't he, he the youngest MVP in league history? He is. Yes. Yes, he is. And that's one of the many things that just sticks out. Um, I mean, Derrick Rose is going all the way back to high school. I used to be just watching him growing up playing basketball at Simeon. And that's another player I will mention who did not live up to the hype, but I'm going to mention his name later. But as far as just Derrick Rose, he did a lot for this city. And as far as that... No one's saying he didn't. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But he certainly did not live up to the hype. He's... One of the epitomes, Jay Williams is another one that came in this city who I love. He's a good friend of mine. Wildly disappointing because of injury. He got in an accident. Okay. Yeah, I'll say one thing. One other player who lived up to the hype, and I think you will agree with me on this one, is Serena Williams. Yes. No question. We mentioned the Williams sisters, both of them. Now, that's a name that really just jumps out to me. Um, We all know what Serena Williams did, all the accolades and everything, and... That's just one other player that really just sticks out to when you think about young players who really lived up to the hype and that really just competed at that older age. Serena Williams is like the epitome of that, right? Malik, that's a good call. We appreciate the telephone call. Yeah, Cap and I mentioned the, both of them, not just Serena, but Venus as well. Um, you're talking about two prodigies, young people, teenagers, being able to really be able to reach higher heights with tennis. And Serena for, for my taste, on the women's side, uh, the all-time great. No no doubt about that. You know right. what the funny thing is? I just got a text from our good friend Lee Allen. Yes. Do you know what Bronny James and his brother were wearing last night when when uh, LeBron broke the record? I, I saw them. I didn't notice. What were they wearing? Air Jordans. What were they wearing? <laughs> yes! <laughs> 
Not a surprise. There's the Jumpman logo right there on the shoes. Not a surprise. That is so funny. More of your phone calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I asking you the question, uh, who lived up to the hype? Who did not live up to the hype? We're talking about this in the context of LeBron James. No question, a player that lived up to the hype. Now, uh, who's a player that did and who's a player that did not in your eyes? Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. Well, we had the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They defeated the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday by the score of 3-2. LeBron James is right now the all-time scorer in the NBA after a fadeaway jumper to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Bulls lost last night against Memphis by the score of 104-89. The Bulls were outscored 32-14 in the final frame, and Bears part owner Andrew McKenna passed away at the age of 93. Jay Moore. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Thanks for being with us on a historic day in sports, not just in the NBA, that LeBron James is now the all-time scoring leader. Now, Cap, it's not like baseball where we know the numbers, you know, as far as home run chase or, you know, the all-time hits. Baseball really covers those numbers, but we'll never forget the night that LeBron James surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a number that we didn't think someone would be able to reach. And LeBron James did it last night against Oklahoma City. Well, we're never going to forget it because Akshay was telling us today, which we knew this, but he's so much younger than you and I. There's no video, even on YouTube, like a black and white film, of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points. Mm -hmm. Like LeBron recreated it and held up the little white piece of paper with the number of points on it and the date like Wilt did when he scored 100 in Hershey, Pennsylvania. But there's no video, literally, to be able to watch that game. There's no home movies, nothing. Well, last night, I mean, it was covered by every major news organization. It had every possible celebrity in the Los Angeles area courtside jammed in there. And social media is worldwide. So we'll never forget what we witnessed. Cap and I are juggling a couple of topics here around LeBron James. One of them is to ask you the question, the player that lived up to the hype and the player that did not, and also just certain uh, milestones in sports that will never be broken. Cap, I'm, I'm steadfast in my belief, and I will stand by this, this Hack Wilson RBI record, mm-hmm. 191. There's just not enough ducks on the pond. There's not enough powerful teams to get someone to get over 191 RBIs in a season. This is not happening. Probably not. But what did Sammy have in 1998? 165? Was it that much? Yeah, uh, look it up. Sammy Sosa. And I, 191 is a ton, right? And you it got- used to be 190, and the late Jerome Holtzman uh, went through all the games and found they missed one RBI. Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa in 1998. Had he had a ton, uh, 100 and hundred and fifty eight RBIs. That's pretty good. Hundred and fifty eight. He had a hundred and sixty in two thousand and one. That was his career high. Hundred and sixty RBIs. So I can't say that that RBI record will never be broken. 
There's two for me in sports that I don't believe will ever be broken. One is the Cal Ripken consecutive games, Mark. And number two is Cy Young, 511 career wins. 511. You realize if you average 20 wins a season for 25 consecutive seasons, you're 11 wins short. Yeah. That's just not happening. And and once again, now here, two things with that as we go to the phone lines. Two things with that. Cap, one of them is analytics, and the other one is doctors and the people that's behind the scenes saying, hey, you can't throw that many uh, innings anymore. You can't be out there, you know, every day trying to throw eight or nine innings. This is it, the athlete might want to do it, but because of numbers and because of the medical people that's behind the scenes, you're not allowed to have those numbers anymore. That's correct. You know, and so the so we saw some of the all-time greats or read about them as kids, but we're not going to see them in the modern day. I'm telling you, they're going to try to find a way for Mark Burley to get in the Hall of Fame. No I'm just, chance. You know, I'm just I mean, he's right there because what's the measuring stick? There's no more 300-game winners. So what's the measuring stick now? Two? 200? Maybe. That's, that's brutal. I though. mean, Mark's lucky he's still on the bat. And, again, I loved him. He was a great pitcher. But that's what do you have, 10% of the ballots? He's, right. He's not getting in. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Business is booming in Hyde Park. Here's Taylor on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Taylor. Our guy, Taylor. Yo, what is up, man? This is an amazing historical morning. Um, I'm actually in New York right now. I'm here doing business in New York. Oh. I'm actually going to stay. and I got invited to a box uh, to watch the Brooklyn Nets lose to the Bulls, hopefully, on Thursday night. We'll so I'm actually staying. But I got to say this. Last night, what an historical moment. I mean, I know this guy is not deemed as one of the greatest scorers of all time, right? Air quote, scorers. But the way he does it, I think we we got to start talking about that list and what that looks like and where he ranks as a scorer of the basketball. But this guy, in my mind, you know, the the argument we have for Wayne Gretzky is that he has the most assists and, you know, more than anyone has, uh, you know, goals or points or whatever, you know, people talk about the great one as. LeBron James is almost in, I think he's in Wayne Gretzky category. The fact that he's assisted and scored this many points has to talk about how offensive effective he is. I mean, we got to start talking about the GOAT and the greatness of him. And this just tells the story. The fact that I called Black and we were arguing about, you know, who's going to break this record. And he mentioned Luka and he had confidence. Luka doesn't even like to work out. You can't get Luka to even go to the gym. Luka's got no chance. (laughs) Luka can't even jump over a broomstick now. How's he going to score 28 when he's 35? Well, I told you I I did the math. Luka would have to average almost 26 points a game for the next 17 years and play a minimum of 70 games each season, and LeBron would have to never score another point. That would tie him. Mm -hmm. And and we we talk about video. Right, we talk about video. Look at the like when we talk about video. We have no footage of those earlier guys. When you guys retire, the people that are coming up now have seen LeBron play, yeah. and that's going to be their memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, your next, your next kind of, I guess the next, the next, you know, Cap and Jay Hood will be guys in middle school now, and those guys will remember these moments of LeBron James, and that will be their goat. So. As we get further and further down the line, and he scores 40,000 points, 10,000 assists, 10,000 rebounds, and all these accolades, I mean, I'm just happy for my guy. I'm happy for my GOAT. 
and I'm just ecstatic. I'm glad we're celebrating his greatness, and I appreciate you guys. Taylor, we appreciate, appreciate you. Call. Have fun there, man. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Park Ridge, here's Carl on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Carl. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's up, Carl? Talking about records, there's a lot of them that you could bring in all the sports, but staying in basketball and talking about all-time records that will never be broken, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, 23,924 career rebounds. He's over 2,000 ahead of the number two guy, who's Bill Russell, and he's 6,000 ahead of Kareem, uh, who's number three on the list, and he's more than double the, the current active leader, which is also LeBron James. It'll never be touched. I think he's right, Cap. I think Carl's right. because, and, But the list that you gave us, not only top rebounders, but getting theirs offensively as well. So, I mean, can you see that, Cap, someone breaking that record? I cannot. I cannot either because the physicality it takes to be a rebounder. I'm talking like an extreme rebounder that most guys want to score. All right, Carl, we appreciate the phone call. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We see Jim in Crystal Lake on Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Jim. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, so uh, talking about the hype. So one guy that I thought was hyped up a little too much, and he was a total disappointment to me, was Ralph Sampson. Ralph oh, Sampson, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. such high accolades, you know, he had all the build and all that stuff. What a letdown he was for me. You know what, Jim? Um, Ra- Ralph would tell you that, too. He'd tell you that, too. You know, 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. And totally lived up to the hype was, was AI. Yeah, he never won a title. He got to a final, but he certainly was a tremendous player. Tremendous. He came in with great hype, and I thought, he's right. He lived up to his hype. Jim, we appreciate the phone call. The the problem with AI, if there was ever one problem, and a lot of star athletes have a hard time with this cap, and that is trust. All right, I, I know that he had to work with Eric Snow and you know, players that were not even on his level. But Iverson tried to take the ball uh, and try to score every time. And to me, just like Jordan, just like the all-time greats, you had to be able to trust, man. You got to try to make others better. And I don't. I think that Iverson, especially in those Sixers days, just try to take the bull by the horns by himself to try to win it single-handedly. And you just can't do that. Yep. I remember, who was the name of the owner? They used to have a different owner, and he and AI were like, that was his guy. Mm-hmm. And it was just, they got to the font. Pat Croce, I'm looking it up. Yeah. They, like, it was a whole show out there in Philly. Pat and then Croce it all cool. changed. Pat Croce was cool. He was cool. <laughs> he was just a different owner. I'm surprised he got into the NBA. He's such a different cat. He was. Kind of like Cuban is today. Correct. Uh, more of your phone calls coming up. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. The player that never lived up to the hype and the player that did, we're talking about this in the framework of LeBron James, definitely a player that lived up to all the hype. We're talking about it on Chicago's Home for Sports. Kevin J. J- Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We're with you until 10 o'clock. Then Mike Greenberg takes over, followed by Carmen Yurko at 12, Waddle and Sylvia at 2, Black and Abdallah at 6, Freddie and Fitzsimmons at 8. All part of the mix right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN hey. 1000. Hey, Hoodie, do you have the uh, uniforms with you? 
<laughs> no, I do not have the uniforms <laughs> with me. No, the the team actually took their uniforms uh, uh, on the bus, on this luxury bus. I showed you pictures, by the way, of our of our uh, sleeper bus. Correct. They were on. Um, <laughs> it's amazing how you can get a seven footer into a small space. Crazy. I showed you like like these little. They're they're wrapped in here like sardine cans in the on the bus. I've, I've been on those bus rides. I don't want to make any more of them. And no funny guy, I did not get on the top bunk. There's no way I could have got up there. That would have been so <laughs> hilarious. Picture of you sprawled out snoring. <laughs> so I sat on the side seat, and it was nice and comfortable. Stopped at Batoon, got myself a Jersey Mike's like the rest of the team. Nice. And, uh, on our way on over. Nice, smooth ride down here to Carbondale. Right. You have UIC at Southern Illinois tonight, and I have... Bradley at Illinois State, the war on 74, part two. I did the Yes, I did the uh, oh first God. matchup two weeks ago, and now I've got the rematch tonight. Yes, the first one went overtime. Bradley won. Shay and Jay Moore, you might have to host the show. I mean, you, you talk about two beleaguered broadcasters coming into Kappa J. Hood tomorrow. Yes. We're going to have some problems. <laughs> I'm going to go work out, and then I'm going to drive down. Oh, my God. I believe in the two of you. Oof. Ready I to have go, faith. Baby. We're going to be beleaguered tomorrow. Two guys doing late night basketball games on a late drive. I got to go from. I'm going coming from Carbondale right into the station tomorrow. So that's it. See what happens. What we do, man. What we do. Where else would I rather be? Mailbox money. Three one two three three two. ESPN is our phone number. Now time for the Cap and J Hood cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! This comes from Jay Kill from Jayville on Twitter. He's a Jacksonville fan who was at the game. He took a photo of this fan eating a baked potato that she took out of her pocket. A baked potato? Sweat all over her hands. <laughs> of all the snacks, right? Baked yeah. potato. That's a real woman. That's a real She probably was wearing Carhartt. Yes. She's a real woman because she's wearing Carhartt. And eating a baked potato. Uh, eating a baked like potato. An eating like a, like a doggone apple. And usually you have to cut it and let the steam come out of it. That's right. But well, it was a, in her pocket for six hours. I don't think it was a big problem anymore. She's, wow. a, she's a real woman. I want her now. <laughs> <laughs> she eats a baked potato at a football game. I'm into uh, her now, brother. <laughs> and that's the Captain J Hood cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, who's, by the way, I always give you something to eat. They have a fantastic appetizer that you will dream of after you eat. It's called lobster cargot. Like escargot, but lobster, not snails, garlic, herb, butter, baked Havarti cheese. Number one dish, period, at the restaurant. That sounds good. Oh, it's, it's almost so as good, good as this Cracker Barrel I had this morning here in Carbondale. Such an overrated restaurant. <laughs> Cracker <laughs> Barrel. Hey, man, beggars can't be choosers around here. This There's is very true. limited options. This is true. <laughs> Three, one, Culver's wasn't open. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. There he is. Space is with us on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Space. Cap Hoodie, what's up, fellas? What what's up? your idea? Okay, Space. Okay. Hey, hey, real quickly, Cap, I got to disagree, man. Derrick Rose has done so much for the city, but he's definitely lived up to it, uh, unfortunately, with the injuries. Hold but on a minute. What, what you've done for the city has zero to do with it. You're drafted what to a- be a basketball player. He left us yeah. wanting more. 
He did, but he got injured. He's the youngest MVP It doesn't ever. matter. It's the bottom line. Hot, Mark Pryor got injured. Guess what? Wildly disappointing career. You, but here's the thing. I think so if we honor Gail Sears, players like that, you know, he only had, what, six-year career? But everybody says if he would have played longer, he would have been, you know, maybe the best ever. I got to just kind of throw some towards D. Rose. If he wouldn't have got injured, he could have been but potentially the best ever. But he did. I hear you. I hear you. So real quickly, going off that, uh, one stat that won't be touched is John Stockton, the assist. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What, 15,000? LeBron James is like fifth on the list. He would have to get 1,000 assists every game for the next four – every year for the next four years in order to catch that. So, you know, that would never be touched. Um, but then lastly, two people that – one that lived up to the hype. I got to go with Chicago's own Patrick Kane, number one drafted, 2007. He did. Yeah, I, I think he's definitely done a phenomenal job at living up to the hype and had an excellent career. Completely agree. He lived up to the hype. No question. From the time he walked in the press room at Wrigley, can I use that soda machine right there, sir? I said, yeah. Is your dad one of the broadcasters? No. I was the number one pick in the NHL draft last night. (laughs) Oh. Go ahead. We thank you for listening and calling and twitching and being part of our program here on ESPN 1000. Cap and I will be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock, bleary-eyed, but ready to go, Cap. You're a 12-and-a-half-point underdog tonight. So long, everybody. Lay the points. Your Take tag. that. Your tag. <laughs> From Carbondale.